such a beautiful sound. Welcome back to Dirt Tracks and Rear Bracks, episode 34. Regular cast here, me, Kyle, and Bunner. Got a special guest for everybody today, Ricky Lewis. How's it going, Ricky? I'm going, it's going good. How are you guys? Oh, dude, dude real good. Can't complain. So, uh, Camarillo native. Um, Yep. And and then and then lately we just saw on March twentieth you scored your first uh, three sixty uh, USAC event win. Uh, you want to take us through that night? Yeah, man, it was it was really cool. You know, I I came out here to run four ten stuff, and I was just gonna run the Coca race, and then I was gonna run the first two or three CRA races with the four ten, and then um, I'd always I've been talking to Dave Stenzlin, who he's he owns a. Uh, well, now he, now he owns my cars and, and engines that I'm going to be running in Indy this year. But uh, I've been tasking him about possibly trying to put together a 360 for Turkey Night because obviously Ventura Raceway is my home racetrack, and that's where Turkey Night is. So I've been talking to him about that a little bit, and something came up where he was able to trade a Dash 12 for a 360, and it was, you know, it was, it was cool because, like I said, I was all loaded up. I had a spare car with a, a 410 in it, and um he i was on my way and he had called me he's like hey there's a 360 in in kansas if you want to swing by kansas and get it that way you could run some 360 stuff because there was a race in arizona and then you know two or three races that i could make out here with the 360 so i stopped and picked it up and then um came back came back with it and we obviously ran the 410 stuff and then um the beautiful foundation they helped me last year and they want to do something again this year but you know i'm racing for dave and you know with what they could do and what we could put together it just wasn't going to work out that they could have a car wrapped you know with with beautiful on it um out in indy so i i don't know if you guys know who steve watt is out here in california he owns maxwell industries but he had a car that they hadn't ran in a while and i talked to him about running it uh and putting you know this this ford 360 in that we had and the beautiful foundation jumped on and you know we ended up getting that car and putting it together and ran Kern the first night and ran third and then uh, a couple weeks later um went to bakersfield and it was cool because i was able to pick up my first usac win and um like i said it was cool because it was, it was nothing was planned like we had no plans to run 360 stuff and then you know three weeks later we have a win so um it was really cool you know it was just me and a guy named scott who had helped me since i was about 10 years old in the little cars and he lives out here obviously and so he came and helped me and it was just me him and uh another guy named dave that from out here that works for state ready mix and uh went there and went quick time and didn't really have to do a whole lot to the race car all night it was just you know kind of ran the same setup in the feature i did for hot laps just put fuel in it so uh yeah it was really cool and was able to you know a couple cars crashed out and got the lead and then uh just you know never really looked back so yeah it was a really cool night for me you also ran uh, uh, Colorado Speedway this past weekend on Friday, and then Tulare on Saturday. Uh, yep. you, you qualified. You qualified pretty good, ninth and tenth both nights. Uh, yeah. And then eighteenth in the A on Friday, and then it looks like tenth twenty twenty third twenty third in the A on Friday. I think. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Unfortunately. And then tenth in the A on Saturday. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fr- <clears throat> Friday. Friday. I feel like you know I would have a chance for. It to run top five because i was running in the top five for most of the race but oh absolutely yeah i actually had had some the brake caliper bolts back down i thought it was a u-joint but it was the 
the bolts hitting the rotor. So, oh shit! <laughs> um, that, and it, you know, it happened with like six laps to go, and Damn. I was just getting better, and better. I was real tight at the beginning, and then obviously towards the end, I was I was a lot better than a lot of the guys. So, yeah. How how tough? Bummer, is, but how tough Damian Gardner to beat out there? Uh, you know, he's. I don't feel like he's in really another class because everyone's right there with him. He's just. He's a really good racer, so you know, especially when it comes to lap traffic, he's a lot better than a lot of guys, you know. And um, but I mean, it's not like he's half a second faster. It's you know, he's just consistent, very consistent. So you know, he might run two tenths slower than some of the other guys, but he does it every lap, you know. So yeah. he ultimately, I mean, you could be three, four tenths slower than you know the guy who runs second, but you know, you ran those three or four tenths slower every single lap consistently, you know, and that's the big thing that I'm working on right now is just trying to be consistent and run the same lap over and over because that's, you know, obviously how you win races. But, yeah, you know, I I feel like I had a shot to beat him in Arizona if I could have just had better restarts. Um, And then, you know, here, these are racetracks I've never been to before. I've never – I've never even seen Hanford, you know, since they changed it. And so it was was different for me. Qualifying was a big, you know, struggle because – out in India, I have a guy, you know, Alan, who worked for Team As for a long time, and he's every time he works on my race car, I just feel like I'm that much better because I don't have to deal with trying to, you know, overthink setup and whatnot. And that's where I struggled. Yeah, you, these last few races. You've driven that uh, the 47 um, car that Team As drives often, haven't you? Uh, no, I, I ran it one night at Gas City at the end of the year, and okay. I struggled. Yeah. Gas stage is probably my worst racetrack in Indy, but yeah. I ran it one night. So. I saw I saw you through it. There were some T-shirts that hit your page uh, a few yeah. nights ago in that car. It's a familiar car for us, but yeah. Um, so you were out back in California for a few races, and then yep. your plans are to come back to Indiana. Yeah, so I'm gonna run. I'm I'm actually leaving Wednesday. Uh, I just got done washing the car from last night. I'm leaving Wednesday, headed to Missouri. I'm gonna run both those outlaw races there, and then with the non-way car obviously and then uh you know that's kind of like a halfway point to get back to indy or two-thirds of the way there so yeah, yeah. kind of cuts my drive in half a little bit yeah are you gonna are you gonna try to hit most of the uh the extreme outlaw series um i know they're, all, they're only doing know, 14 I, so we're, we've been asking yeah, everybody probably probably not uh just because they're they're way out of the way i'm up in fort wayne now i wasn't indy last year so a little closer but you know, obviously, if it was last year, it would have been closer. But Fort Wayne's about two and a half hours further than most of the extreme races. So um, I think I'm going to go run that I-55 race uh, for sure. Badass then, track. That's a badass track. Yeah, I'm really excited it's, for that place. That's one of our favorite places to watch a race at. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know. Um, my plan is to run the whole Boss Series gotcha. in Ohio. So that's yeah, going to be your whole 20 – it's going to surround your 2022 plans as the Boss Series, and then are you going to do some yeah. local shows here and there? Are we going to see a hop stop? Uh, possibly. Possibly. I think I'll run some of the races that are on Sunday. Gotcha. Um, just like I said, I'm going to run the whole Boss Series and then try to just fill in wherever I can. Right now I have 102 races that I can run. Totally. Obviously, you know, sponsorship dependent. <clears throat> I'll try all of them. But – yeah. Um, no, yeah, that's the, that's the most races you've put on a schedule. Then, absolutely, yeah. Other than that, I ran I think forty something last year. Gotcha. And you wanna you wanna take us a little bit through your twenty twenty one and your learning curve over here and and getting used to everything over here. Yeah, um, it's definitely a learning curve for sure. And 
you know, the, the more I've been there and the better I run, I feel like I get more people to help me and which, you know, is huge for me. Um, Levi Jones, I, I don't know if I'd be where I am right now without him. He, you know, obviously I was, I lived with Thomas in 2020 and we didn't get to race a whole lot. And then, um, 2021, I kind of went and did my own thing. Um, cause it was just tough. You know, he, he runs a midget and then when he ran the 47 car, you know, he, he didn't want to have to take his truck and trailer with a race car for me. It just, it was really tough because I didn't get to race as much as I really wanted to. And I was there, you know, so, um, I went and did my own thing and Levi actually let me, gave me a place to store my race cars and he was a huge help, you know, just teaching me how to square the thing how to, you know, what to do on different race tracks. And if he was there, he'd help me just guide me the right direction, you know, and tell me what to do to the race car. And it, it was cool because I got to learn. So I still did it myself. Like, you know physically on the race cars so it you know was embedded in my brain but um because it's different you know when you have someone that's working on it and just does it you know you don't really learn so, so then when i get out here and i'm by myself and i really have you know nobody to go look at the racetrack with me it's all dependent on me you know and that's where i feel like i struggle um is when i gotta set it up and drive it for sure oh yeah because uh, i'm i'm a lot you know i feel like when you're a crew chief you're a lot more daring you know you'll oh, yeah you'll do you're not driving it and, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, fuck better, it. for me like last night you know it was a huge you know deal just because it it was rough and heavy most of the night and then the wing cars went out there and it was you know black slick by the time we got there for the feature and i was you know out to lunch free yeah. so but so yeah i started you know i just ran as many races as i could and you know crashed quite a few cars i guess and then you know but i feel like i've gotten to that point where i'm not i don't feel like i'm gonna crash as much anymore you know yeah yeah absolutely good there's a fine line between being fast and crashing and i probably crashed biking four times leading last year at different races so <laughs> i just just, just learned just learn yeah, yeah. You hit the cushion and bike and then that's that's it, it and Man, one of the nights I biked around the middle of the racetrack just because I was too tight. <laughs> I just, so. It happens. But yeah, and then and then you you know you crash one, and then I crashed in Pennsylvania, and that was a big one. And then the next week I put a put the car together, and then went to Charleston and won. So like, if you win, I feel like it lights a fire under you. And then when you crash, and you're all dejected, and it's definitely up and down for sure. And then. You know, the later in the, the later in the year, God after Sprint Week is when Dave Stenslin and Alan they really came on to help me, and I felt like I was just consistently good. I was consistently in the top five everywhere I went, and I, you know, those boss races, I I led a bunch of laps, and well, you know, something would always happen where I'd end up running second or third, or you know, something would happen. So I haven't won one of those. I feel like I've been in contention every time I've raced with them. So I'm excited for this year for sure. You're going to get the chance this year a lot then. Yeah. Yeah. And I only ran probably six times with them last year, but yeah. every night I felt like I was in contention to win. So you're going to hit some sprint week maybe this year. Yeah, we run. It, it's going to be tough. I want to run starting at Lawrenceburg and then the rest of the week. Cause we race Pennsylvania at Lernerville on Friday. And then that Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania motor speedway on Saturday. And then I'd come back to run Lawrenceburg Sunday. Gotcha. So you'd, so you'd you'd only miss two races, maybe three. I think three then. Yeah, I'll miss the first three. Yeah, uh, Gas City, Kokomo, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, that's two. That's They're two. going to Circle City, I think, too this year, aren't they? Oh, not Thursday. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I like Circle City. It's kind of like Ventura, real small and yeah, racing. 
So, so what's the biggest difference you've noticed in competition from California to the Midwest? Uh, you know, I feel like a lot of I don't like there's there's a lot of good cars here for sure. I mean, you got Damian, Austin Williams, and you know Matt Mitchell. Those are like the three probably biggest hitters here, um, and they're going to be up front every night. But you know, I don't want to sound bad when I say this, but I feel like there's a big difference in pace. Like there's 10 guys that are really fast and really good. And then there's cars that are three seconds off the pace. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And, we just watched that on flow racing and I could kind of tell somewhat what you just said. Yeah. Like Baker's big. big it, we're in, we're in India. I feel like, I feel like it's just lack of cars here because yeah. in India, you know, there's 35 cars, a local show. And those guys that are three seconds off the pace typically yeah. aren't even in the feature, you know? So you, yeah. you got to deal with them throughout the night, but like Bakersfield, I feel like there was only really five or six guys that were, you know, up to speed in the same, you know, second bracket, or I say, you know, That's and it. then the other ones, you know, it's, and it's tough because you, the closing speed's so fast and, you know, and, and in Indy, I feel like I'm running so hard to keep up with the guy in front of me. You know, you don't really have that too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's, it, everyone's got to learn, but I feel like now with the car count being as low as it is, it's tougher because, yeah. Um, you know, because everybody makes the show. So you can, it'll be your first night in a sprint car yeah. and you're in the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. And, and, you know, here in Indiana, we get, we have the luxury of having a lot of tracks really close. I don't know how, how close all those tracks are out in California. Is Ew, it? Man, it is. It's last night I was driving back. It's four hours to Hanford, <laughs> three hours to Clary, Dang. two hours to Santa Maria, what, um, eight and a half hours to anywhere in Arizona. Just it's yep. Paris is Paris is only 127 miles, but it takes you four and a half hours to get there for traffic yeah. and shit. Know? Yeah. Yeah. So. And then here in Indiana, when you're based at Indianapolis, man, you can be at God yeah. six or seven it's tracks awesome. within two hours. And I, the, yeah. you know, I noticed they make a full day event out of these deals because you know, everyone gets there at noon, one o'clock and yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. exactly <laughs> here in Indiana. Yeah, driver's yeah. meetings at, you know, 5 yeah. o'clock. You're yeah. on the track at 530, and yeah. it's like Ventura. It's pretty, pretty quick, yeah. Ventura Raceway, man, they're on the track at 3 o'clock, you know. <laughs> and and the feature is at 9 o'clock, and there's – I don't – I don't you know, they, they work the racetrack a bunch. You know, Naylor works really, really hard. and But, yeah, it's just – it's crazy because in Indy, you're still sitting on the couch at 3 o'clock thinking yeah. about going to the racetrack, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. So what what would be your favorite California and your favorite Midwest track? Uh, Tulare definitely went to the top of the boards last night. <laughs> yeah, Tulare, I, I I would run Tulare every week if I could. <laughs> that place is awesome, and I feel like I could get pretty good there. Just it's my type of racetrack, you know, fast and you're hard on the brakes, get in the corner and up on the fence. Like I love it when it's slick to the fence. That's that is you know what I like, and they, you know because I. Now I have really, really good motors by Dave Stenslin, but before I didn't. So if it was rough and heavy, I kind of struggled because I didn't have, you know, a motor to get me out of my own way. So when it got slick, I was, you know, in contention to win races. So now it doesn't matter, but I still like slick racetracks because I feel like it makes you really drive the race car versus just stomp and steer, you know, or the complete opposite. I like slick racetracks to the fence, and I like racetracks where – it's rough, rough and heavy where you have to avoid holes and stuff like that. I feel like I'd really get those respects too. Oh yeah. So, and then Indy, um, 
Are we talking just in India, or can we go Pennsylvania too? No, uh, we'll, we'll just do the, the yeah, whole Midwest. The, yeah, we'll do we'll Midwest do East. Any. We'll do Midwest Learn, and East I'd too. Say, I, I'd have to say Lernerville is pretty cool. Yeah, it looks, yeah, we've never been there, but that that seems like a pretty cool track. Yeah, it's definitely on one of the list. What about Indiana? In, in Indy, Lawrenceburg. I'd say Lawrenceburg. Man, that's a, that's a first. Yeah, really. Yeah, a lot I, of guys around I, here I, hate I enjoy, it. I enjoy Lawrenceburg. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because I got my first win there last year. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little yeah, that helps. Yeah, that makes you a little yeah. biased. Hell yeah. Maybe I I really want to like Putnamville. But, yeah, yeah, that track's kind of uh, that. That track kind of gets rough, man. There's a lot of a lot of ruts and I, I, the, the I cushion wanna, gets super I, I wanna, tall. Yeah, I want to like it more than I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have they have huge card counts there too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's tough every night you go there. I mean, just because a national guy shows up doesn't mean he's going to win. You exactly. know exactly. Yeah. I mean. So, but, uh, can you give us like a favorite racing memory so far? Probably wind. so. My my dad just passed away in September, right? And uh, he showed up. Uh, he came out. I appreciate it. He came out with my mom. They did like a road trip. It was really cool that he did too, because they almost wanted to wait one more year and they didn't. They came out in um like June of last year, midget week. So they came out to midget week. Well, the last night we wanted. I wanted to go somewhere else. No, I wanted to go to Macon. So we went to Macon. And I ended up winning that night. That was the first night my dad got to see me win in a sprint car. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I had, awesome. one take, I had one taken away from me a few years back. The torque ball slid back. Like one of my, I think it was like my second race in a sprint car. I was leading a West Coast 360 race, USAC race here in California. And uh, Troy Rutherford's big name out here, right? Yeah. 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 Heard of him, yeah. He was, run, he was running second, and I led every lap. And with three laps to go, the driveline spits out, and I end up losing the race, right? But uh. that that one was a big heartbreaker. That that was a big, you know, that that really lit a fire under my butt to get racing because that's all I want to do. But out here, it's like two grand a night to rent a car, and then you know you you don't you can't you don't even make that if you win, yeah. you know. You're, you're, so you're, it's, you're losing the it's, whole time. Oh yeah, there's no <laughs> winning for sure. So, yeah so, that that was a that was a big, I guess, breaking point in my life where I was like, man, I really want to do this. Like, I'm not terrible at it, you know? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> so, is the 360 thing like uh, has has obviously helped you get to the 410? Uh, yeah, side yeah. Of I feel like a lot of people a lot of people think I've raced sprint cars forever. I've only had six races, seven races under my belt before I went to Indiana. Damn, and, I didn't. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, and the three sixty, and then I went to Indy. So this will be like my second real full year in a sprint car. Okay. Um, and I, mean, I, I ran, and already went in races. That's that's pretty damn good too, because man, a lot of people around here, like you say, you know, it takes a while. Everybody's got a learning curve, and everybody's got to get up to speed. But right, uh, we yeah. we see a lot of people, like especially the local guys down here at Hobstot and stuff. Man, they, they'll struggle for five or six years before they get up to speed. Yeah, I feel like when I went to Indy, I was up to speed i just obviously needed to learn to race you know yeah yeah because like first i remember the first night i ran in thomas's car in a 410 my heat race i ran it was paragon during midget week that was my first race and there was 50 something cars because it was right after oh, COVID, yeah. right yeah and i yeah. ended up running third in the heat race to kt and thomas and and so it put me in the show and i probably ran like 12th or something like that but and so that, that was cool because i was at least up to speed right away 
So then at that point, it was just a matter of putting laps together and not not tearing stuff up and keeping my nose clean. And so, yeah. So are there any tracks or just events in general that make you nervous still? Mm, no. I mean, obviously, anytime you go to a USAC race, you're nervous just to get through qualifying because that really makes or breaks your night. Yeah, are you a, are you do you like the single car qualifying or do you prefer group? I do. No, a hundred percent. I love the single car qualifying. I wish the boss series would do that. I mean, that's that's they probably do, my they least do group favorite. qualifying. My least there? yeah, my okay. least favorite part about that whole series, I think it's kinda lame. They it's like <laughs> you go I don't like I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't like going out there first time on the racetrack and you know, that's qualifying. Yeah. That yeah. to me that to me is awful because it's terrible for engines, right? go out right out of the box and have to go hammer down like yeah yeah i mean the boss is you'll roll out of the trailer and they won't even mud pack sometimes and you're just like they'll send you out there there's your you know qualifying hot laps whatever first time you've seen a track well right exactly exactly so that that part i really wish they'd change and then it's like if you're quick time in your group then you're automatically in the invert even if you don't finish the heat race or like I, i don't really know how that works but so yeah, like as long as you're, or as long as you're on the lead lap in the heat race, you're automatically in the invert to start in the top six. I don't yeah. agree with that. I think you should at least have to run fourth. Or I don't even think the quick time in the group should do that. You know, I think they should somehow make it an overall quick time. You know. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, I think USAC's got the best format because you're if you do struggle in qualifying and you win your heat race, you're at least in the you know top half of the field. So. Now, are you one of these guys when you do race a USAC race, sitting in the chute on your phone on flow, watching the lines? Or yeah, you, yeah, you are. <laughs> if it's if it's covered anywhere, like the cushion covers all the boss races, I'm definitely watching them. You're watching them on the on, when you're in the chute. Yeah. Now, now, would you wish? Here, here's a funny story about Lawrenceburg. I can't watch a race at Lawrenceburg. Like if I'm racing. I'll go up and watch Heat Race 1 and be like, oh, hell no. Nope. <laughs> like I, it scares the heck out. When I'm out there, you don't realize it so much, but I don't like watching Lawrenceburg when I'm racing that night. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty they're, sketchy. They're, 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 they're hauling, hauling ass. They're yeah. Through. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't like watching. Yeah. Do you wish Do you wish some of these track or some of these series, sorry, would uh, would implement more of a dash format and let you guys race fourth and draw on after Heat Races? Um... No, no, I, I kind of like the. You like the draw? I, I, I actually kind of like the draw, yeah, because it, it does make it different. So, like, if one guy's really good, you know, and, and every night he's going to start on the pole or six, like, it, it is nice to go quick time and not get penalized sometimes, yep. if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. like, you can do, and no matter what, you're in the top six. Yeah. So, that that part of it, I, I kind of like that, you know. But um, a dash, dash would be cool if it, I don't know. It's getting so it's getting so expensive to race. It'd be, like it'd be cool if there was a dash that paid a hundred bucks to win or something like that. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> not go run, run, run <laughs> off or nothing. Yeah, and possibly possibly tear up your race car. You yeah, kind of like last weekend uh, for the outlaw race at where was that at? Harris. Uh, uh, yeah, ran over um, Corey Day in the in the dash and rolled his car in the in the dash like the before he even got to you know the checkered the start flag, so he had to go repair his car and start you know, eighth or sixth or whatever, and he ended up getting it back. But still, just, you don't see it much in the dash, but still, you could tear something up. Yeah, for sure. 
So do you do you have any pre-race rituals or anything special you do or need to do to make yourself get pumped up? No, I, I try to. I feel like I try to keep myself calm. You know, like just I don't really talk a lot. I feel like at the racetrack when I'm racing or right before the feature. Like once it's go time, I kind of just getting your side. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't really have any rituals. I guess. Well, so we need to get to you before before hot laps then. Yeah, <laughs> if we're going to talk it. to you. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll do, like, I just mean, like, joking around. Like, oh, I'm yeah, a yeah. full person, right? Like, I, yeah, yeah. I like to have fun and, you know, talk, I talk a lot. But when it's race time, I feel like I don't do much. Yeah, yeah, understandable. Here's kind of the hot topic of the week. <laughs> what yeah. is your opinion? And you can say as little or as much as you want to. About the USAC tire doping. I feel like I know decision. where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I I don't know. I feel like, man, that's that's a tough question. I feel like it could be good for some of the guys that are coming up. You know, if they, I don't know. It depends on if they're going to enforce it later down the road. I guess, but um, I feel like it could be good for a lot of guys. Someone like me that it, you know if it's going to get rid of guys like Keith and them, it, it could be good for them, you know, to get their confidence up, go, go there and run top five of USAC race because they're not all the competition. But I feel like for USAC's sake, it's probably going to hurt them from what it sounded like. I mean, just watching on the internet, everyone, I, I honestly haven't been really paying too much attention to it because I'm not running USAC and I'm out here and I just, I don't are, know. It's, are you on Indiana like open wheel? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't go on there very often. I mean, I do, Probably I good do idea. throughout the year, I do throughout the year, but not, yeah. uh, not right now. I don't have a reason to be on there, yeah, but yeah. it got pretty um, over this week. I, I know I could imagine and just, you know, talking to random, you know, friends that I have that do run USAC and hearing their thoughts and opinions on it. I, I don't know. I don't really want to say too much on it, but, um, I, 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 I want to be a fly on the wall. I, I just. I just wish everyone would be friends and play by the rules. Exactly, Absolutely. yeah. We've heard <laughs> we've heard rumor though that uh, these uh, oh when they take samples and stuff from tires to send off or whatever that they allow the crew guys to cut them off and and that that's how it's done. Is that is that true or not? Or have you have you ever had a sample taken from your tire? Uh-uh, I I only I've been I haven't ran in the top three of USAC race. So. Uh, true. <laughs> um, they only do the top three, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Now, see, but like I said, I was really, really close with Levi, and Levi is one of the most fair people I feel like you're ever going to meet, and he really tries hard to, you know, catch people if they are cheating. I mean, they, I, I don't get it because they did bust CJ, what, last year? After yeah, year two, yeah, yeah, they did. So, like, if they are letting guys go, I if I was CJ, I'd be really pissed, right? Because yeah, for sure. I'm, I would be, yeah. Me. I, I don't know, you know, because I don't. I'm sure he didn't get paid for that night. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he. I think he lost his. He lost his winnings, and then he got fined. And then, is, yeah. is that if I'm mistaken? Because like I said, I haven't really followed up on. Is that what's going on there? A couple guys did get caught, and they're letting them go. Uh, down yeah. so down. Yeah, down at. Uh, well, it happened. It started at Volusia. Volusia. Yep, and stocking. But, I do but, know that. Uh, I do know that. I do know the guys that got caught with the outlaws because they made that pretty yeah, clear they were done yeah they're hey this is what your deal is you're done you're yeah. fine you're suspended two races whatever so two of those same two guys plus four more or two more two more plus two more at alcala both got busted and now 
you know, USAC kind of went back and got, got testing done at two other facilities. And now, now all of a sudden everything's clean and clear because so it was a, they, it was a, they, it was a substance they'd never seen before. That's what they said anyway, but it also been in through different labs. So, uh, I don't know, but it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough it's kind of, it's kind of a gray area, I guess, but and then they let everybody off, you know, with it. So no suspensions or anything. Seems so. like there's a lot of guys that are pretty pissed about it and just yeah. pulling out of USAC now. Yeah, some, some people just think that there was some money paid. It just it just to get sent to enough, uh, you know, you you ask enough questions to enough people, eventually you're going to hear what you want to hear. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, that's a that is a tough situation. It is. Well, you should be coming coming into the shitstorm, I guess, on your way out from California. <laughs> yeah, so you might be coming in and hearing about some of it. Maybe I don't know, but yeah, we'll we'll ask you when we see if your opinions changed or not. <laughs> off, yeah, off, off the air, of course. <laughs> yeah. <off the> yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I, you know, like I said, I don't want to talk about anybody because yeah, yeah, I guess that everybody, uh, mainly in the national sprint car guys, they have all been very, very supportive and helping me, you know, because they know this is yeah. all I want to do. And I'm, I, I feel like I'm going to work at it until I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or until I'm right there with them because I watch videos. I mean, like yesterday, I had someone was parked next to me. They're like, are you really looking at your lap times? I'm like, yeah. Cause like, I'll go, back, I'll go back and look at my lap time and see what lap I ran. Like, and see what Damien, like my hero is like beat by Damien. Just flat out. He beat me. Right. And yeah. I ran second to him. Yep. And you know, I, I went back and watched that video two or three times. Like where was he better? Where, you know, obviously yeah. he went more than I did, but I'm not trying to crack. I mean, realistically, I qualified 10th. Even if I won my heat race, they don't have that rule. Um, that if you win your heat race, you start seventh. They don't do that. Yeah. So, I I could have ran last. I could have pulled off the racetrack, and I would have still started tenth. So, <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. format is the format is. I think people do forget, and we might forget too here and there. The format for the CRA and for the national is different format, correct? Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. But I believe that the three sixties are running the same format as national. Gotcha. Which is weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like for for the national guys, you know, because USAC those are their stars right they have their yeah. stars that run every week with them and they want them to be up front so when they do struggle in qualifying you know and they give them an opportunity to still start up front because i mean that when you you know most fans when they go watch a race they go to watch the usac stars so yeah. Yeah, if yeah. justin grant justin grant isn't in the feature you know what i mean like yeah. I, I don't know i just feel like you go there to watch those guys for sure yeah some people would be happy about we'd that. be all right with that me personally <laughs> i'd be all right with never seeing him in one but you can't you say you're that. not you're, you're not a you're not a justin grant fan absolutely not <laughs> but yeah, we won't get on to that yeah we got get into that on air but yeah and no, like i said they've all been super 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 helpful with tires and just whatever whatever i need there KT is probably the oh, biggest yeah. been the biggest help for me. I mean, yeah. dude, he's he's came and seen that I you know don't have what I should on my race cars and told me go to Bernie's and get this. Like, just he's he's been huge help. So. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that was that was one of our first guests was KT actually. Dude, super really nice guy and dude, he gave us like what did he give us like an hour and fifteen minutes yeah. of his time. Just so to, if you need a good listen on your way home, uh, turn that one on. We got a podcast with him on so. Uh, yeah, no, KT's KT's good dude, good dude for sure. Extremely good guy and just very family oriented and you know he's very competitive no matter what. He came over for 
Thanksgiving, I think it was, and we played a card game that lasted like one of those card games where it's like, like the slap games, you know? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. yeah. We played for like three and a half hours. I kid you not. And it was me, <laughs> and my mom, a couple other people. Like he gets so aggressive. It just so, he's a competitive so guy. Competitive. He doesn't want to lose no yeah. matter what he's doing. Even if it's a card game, right? Yeah, everything. Yeah. No. Yeah. He was getting like he was getting pissed too. It was, it was <laughs> So shift gears back here to some other stuff. So food. Uh, so what's uh, some good places you like to eat at your hometown or in that California scene or any favorite places or so certain foods? They got, this, they got this place called Wood Ranch. I really like tri-tip. If I'm going to eat a steak, it's tri-tip. They don't really have that in Indy. But Wood Ranch is really good, and there's this place they cook in front of you, Osabis. I've went there since I was a baby. And so they all know me pretty well. It's pretty embarrassing when I go in there all the way. But um, yeah, I, those are those are two places that are probably my favorite. My favorite food's Mexican food. Like, oh, hell yeah. there's this place. I'm sure. Have you guys been to Brownsburg in Indy? Uh, I've been through there. Yeah, I got I got some friends from Brownsburg. So there's a place called, Igu- called Iguanas. I probably keep the light bill on when I'm in Indiana, but <laughs> I I'm there often. I'll, I'll ask him about it. Somebody oh, yeah. asked me, Clinton Boyles asked me, he texted me one day, he goes, he goes, do, do you just, like, park your trailer at, at Iguanas <laughs> every day or what? <laughs> it's been there the last three hours. Yeah, I eat there all the time. Yeah, working on a sponsorship. It was right next to the USAC shop. Hell, yeah. Was, it's yeah, convenient. Hell, yeah. yeah. So, so Tri-Tip is a big we, – we're big uh, smokers and cookers. and Actually, I think we just started with Tri-Tip, what, last year or two? Yeah, like two years And ago. I guess it is, like you said, a big thing in California, but we, we have them here. And we cook them, and they're really, really good. But uh, are you like a chimichurri tri-tip? Or are you guys? Are you like just just the meat itself sliced? And wait, what? Like, do you put chimichurri sauce on your tri-tip, or do you? Oh no! Oh, just oh, plain. No, this Wood just Ranch plain. place has its own. No, no, no. This Wood Ranch place has its own barbecue sauce. Okay. I don't know what it is, but it's really good. It's in so the bottom. Bar- of my so you barbecue it. No, they they do. I I don't oh, cook that. Okay. No, I, well, go, I, mean, I go to no, Wood Ranch. You, you barbecue sauce I go to Wood on Ranch the tri tip. Yeah, they put their okay. own sauce on. Okay, I got you. That's what I was asking. Yeah, okay. And it's in a bottle too, so like sometimes my mom will just accidentally, you know, walk off with it. But <laughs> no, <laughs> whoops, <laughs> accidentally yeah. in the box. <laughs> yeah, no, no, she didn't want. But we have some good friends that work there, and so they were all cool with it. But it was funny because. Oh yeah. So if we got to cook you anything, uh, try tip would be at the top of your list. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty easy when it comes to like cooking stuff, burgers. I make turkey tacos all the time because it's super easy and it's really good. Oh, okay, turkey tacos uh, like ground turkey. Yeah, yeah, like turkey okay. meat. You know? try, okay, try yeah, try to be healthy. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got you. <laughs> yeah. You know, tur- turkey meat with my Dr Pepper. You know? That's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> healthy. So I, th- I think you already hit the Midwest. Then iguanas is your probably favorite here in the Midwest or Indiana or in- Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Texas Roadhouse is pretty good too. I'm yeah. definitely a Texas Roadhouse fan. Gotcha. Sure. Uh, who about how about the best track food? Uh, any good tracks that you know that stuff you've had or sampled or maybe you don't eat when you're um, there at the track, but maybe as a spectator. Yeah, I don't eat a whole lot. Uh, Bloomington, Bloomington. I just I just recognize it because it's cheap. Bloomington's real cheap. Yeah, their their food there. Man, I went to Paris last weekend, and nothing against Paris. Paris Auto Speedway is a great facility, great racetrack. It was like eight dollars for a hot dog. Ooh, no, for and, ouch! Geez. I'm not kidding. Twelve 
twelve fifty for a cheeseburger, like <laughs> six dollars for six dollars for a drink. Like, Damn. man, you should just start uh, bringing your own grill and cooking in the pits or something. I know, right? <laughs> sides bar and grill. Well, we do. Uh, yeah, Jason Sides has his yeah, bar and grill sell there. It, sell it for half. Sell it for half the price. Oh yeah. Off Kalani, she she's she'll be with me all she'll be with me all year. She sets up a t-shirt table at every racetrack and sells okay. shirts and whatnot. But um, yeah, I'll have, I'll have her cooking hot dogs over there. Oh, there yeah. you go. That get your hot dog rolling or something. Make enough money buy yeah. tires so, for the year. <laughs> there you go. So we we go to Hobstadt and they let us take coolers of beer in. You know, as long as it's in a can, and we take a whole cooler of, of each of us take a cooler of beer, of course, and then or liquor, whatever, not liquor, but beverages. We'll say that. Uh, and then we also have a, a cooler of uh, burgers and stuff we take in. We get to get our own food in. So instead of waiting, nice. in the, waiting in the line, we just you know get the backpack cooler out and get your hot dog or hamburger out. But uh, we have that luxury of that. But I guess I guess going back to the food situation, I, I'm definitely a fan of fish out here in California. I don't know if you yeah. guys know, but I ran sport boats before I went back east to race. So I have okay. a captain's license, and I fished since I was 11 years old and worked on the boats, and then. Obviously, when I was 19, I went to school and got my license and ran sport boats. But so fish is definitely a big, uh, big. Heck yeah, yeah. Big what's your, I would say, go ahead, Kyle. Uh, what's what's your favorite fish to cook then? Probably white sea bass or halibut. Gotcha. Yeah. Halibut's more of a flat. It's flat, isn't it? Yeah, they're ugly. How it's, they it's are, an ugly fish, isn't it? Oh yeah, they got the two eyes or two eyes on one side of their you know body. Oh uh-huh. yeah, but they swim sideways, right? Yeah, yeah, they like flop in the water. <laughs> Weird. How's that well, fight? Is that fight all right, or is it? Uh... No, they actually, they actually just lay there like dead fish. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like pulling up a tractor tire or something. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, speak- the sea bass, the sea bass and yellowtail, they fight pretty, pretty good. But halibut, I mean, they can, they can. Like you can piss them off and they'll dart down real quick. But typically, like you can wind up a thirty-pound halibut and it never moves. Like. <laughs> huh. straight up like ice fishing yeah yeah so if you guys ever want to come to california and go fishing i'm your guy dude right. well we'll definitely make that a if point we make it out there we'll, we'll definitely uh, hit you up yeah but we like to fish i know it's no fancy fish or nothing but they do have a i think good fish sandwich at hobstock if you're ever down this way it's it's a fried fish sandwich but it's still they let they had them laid out one night it sounds really bad but they had them laid out one night you know because the stuff they cooked they didn't sell they have it sitting out by the the table or whatever and i grabbed yeah. one on the way out man that's what still is the best thing i've ever ate from there honestly i've been you know, going there for I've, years but I, I i've never eaten fish in india it scares me to eat fish in india it scares yeah. me to eat fish anywhere <laughs> that's not close to an ocean so, because so I you don't trust I also, us <laughs> not, not, i'm just kidding really. i mean but you, I, you I know you, you know what you like and you know you, yeah, you don't I want to branch far from that yeah I, yeah, I commercial fish for a little yeah, bit yeah. and I understand when when the when the buyer would pick it up it would be like two or three days after i caught the thing <laughs> and then and then they ship it somewhere and then by the time it gets to indiana it's a week and a half old I, Fuck uh, yeah uh-huh. true yeah we do, <laughs> well that's when we ruin, dump it in some some grease and just fry it oh i don't care no 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 we'll no, fry no. we'll deep fry it and call it good and that's what we do anyway <laughs> but well, I, I, I do know you're on facebook there is a place uh, that comes to southern Indiana. I think, I think sometimes they make it up near the Bloomington area. Up that way, yeah. The uh, Vincennes. Yeah. It's called uh, ABC Food, and they they do fishing out of the Gulf out of like Dolphin Island, Alabama, and they bring right. it they bring it up weekly. And uh, they, they dude, it's 
It, shrimp. It, it looks uh, it looks sketchy, uh, but they do sell it out of an enclosed trailer that they else? just pull into an Applebee's parking oysters, lot. Oysters. Oh yeah, they fish, got fresh oysters, fish, everything. Just like in, trigger fish, grouper. Yep. Uh, shrimp, the big Gulf shrimp, uh, Royal Red yeah. shrimp. But anyways, yeah, yeah. If you're interested, yeah. If you're in the area, yeah, maybe check it out. But barbecues still stuck with the tri-tip, or I mean ribs, or you got yeah. anything else? You, this uh, is like, pretty much whatever. Like I said, I'm I'm really easy to please when it comes to food. <laughs> okay. Other other than the fact that you know if I go somewhere like I know what I like, but True. if somebody makes ribs, I'll eat ribs. If somebody makes hot dogs, I'll eat hot dogs. If somebody makes burgers, I'll eat burgers. You know. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Sounds like us. Yeah, so yeah. what about a get a beverage of choice, alcoholic or non-alcoholic or? Um, you know, I, I'll be honest, I don't really drink a whole lot, but when I do drink, I drink for one reason, you know? <laughs> <laughs> don't we all, right? <laughs> so, so like when I drink, I typically probably go big, but like, I can't just go home and like have a beer because that's, I don't know, it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None of it. None of it really tastes good. Like, if I'm out with my friends, I'll socially drink, you know, but I've never, like, went home and, like, got drunk by myself or yeah, I've I... never, like, races want to just, like, have a beer or two just because, just you know. Like, I don't know. I just – I don't really drink a whole lot. And yeah. If you're going to have a I beer, work... it's going to be for a purpose. Yeah, yeah. If I have a beer, I plan on, like, having multiple for a while. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it, after a big it, win or something, make, just yeah. slamming a bunch of when beers. I, when yeah. I drink, it turns into an event, you know. So, but um, I drink a choice, probably Dr. Pepper, I'd have to say. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Probably my favorite soda. My I soda do like choice, the, uh, at least. Whenever KT had him as a sponsor, the, they had the shirt, I Heart DP. For, uh, <laughs> I think it was for Sprint Week, wasn't it? He had that. Yeah, that, was, was. that was a good one. Yeah. But uh, good marketing deal there for him. Anyway, we'll uh, yeah, no. we'll get we'll get finished up here. I know we told you we'd only keep you about a half hour or so, and we're a little oh, over. We're a little over that. Fine. You're fine. I just got done washing the race car. I'm I'm not doing much the rest of the day other than load up in a little bit and get ready for. So what time are you heading out? out? What time are you heading this way? Uh, probably Wednesday morning, like yeah. four in the morning here. So I'll try to drive straight through, I guess, to Missouri, and then sleep for like twelve hours. Gross. The racetrack. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> that's a that's a bad drive. Sometimes I, the longest drive I've taken out west would be. Uh, southwest colorado we drove straight through from southern to the end of the there to, to elk hunt and that was a uh, 23 and a half hours was all i wanted in a car yeah no it's it's not fun like i'm not looking forward to it yeah that's why you only do it twice a year once a year uh, <laughs> yeah you know when i when i first came when i first got my race car of my own you know 2021 or late late 2020 i actually drove back here to get one and then drove back to indy so i I've made this drive probably seven or eight times now Damn. in the last two years. Pulling a trailer? Truck, you pull a trailer? Uh, yeah, so right now I have this trailer, but when I when I came out to get it, I actually picked up an open trailer here. Uh. And uh, just, you know, so I only towed it back. But, yeah, this poor truck I got it in 2018 with a 140,000 miles. Now I got 320. <laughs> Still rolling though. Shit adds up quick. Still rolling. It's yeah. a it's a Duramax. It should last. That's all right. Hell yeah. That's what I like to hear. I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I'm pretty easy on it. Like I'm not really a crazy driver on the road. I kind of drive. Yeah. You know, just normal. About seventy. About seventy yeah. everywhere. That's that's it. That's, you know. Yeah, that's good. If, it, if the speed limit's forty five, I'm probably doing seventy. If the speed yeah. limit's eighty, I'm probably doing seventy. <laughs> so, no. Right. Hell yeah. Save it. But, well, anyway, you got you got anything for uh, for us? Any questions for us or any uh, 
things for anybody listening that would uh be yeah interesting? let's 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 ask uh let's ask blake right yeah what's up well if you if you had to tell everyone what's one thing that nobody knows about you <laughs> <laughs> dang that's tough got me on the spot <laughs> i don't know i'll tell you mine i'll tell you mine if you tell me yours I'm just, I'm trying to think here. You got me on the spot. <laughs> let's, let's he's hear, he's let's kind of an open his. book. Pretty much anybody yeah, I mean, knows him kind of knows everything. Uh, yeah. Uh, but he may have a secret stored up there. Honestly. Nobody know. Mm, don't think I got anything I, off the top of my head. Uh, uh, I mean, I got a mullet. I got chops. And everybody knows that <laughs> I don't give a fuck that. about nothing. So, <laughs> he does. Uh, well, sorry, I don't got nothing for you. Uh, I'm trying to think it. Uh Nothing. Nobody knows about me. Hmm. Well, you're no fun. Yeah, he's <laughs> pretty. He's pretty open book, man. He really is. You asked the wrong person that question, I think. What about you guys? Well, yeah. uh, well, well, we can throw it around. Uh, Charlie, you want to take it? Or you want me to take it first? You want me to take it first? Don't well, you? I'm pretty open too. Like, okay, you all know everything about me. You guys do anyway. Well, well, <laughs> anybody listening? Uh, well, we can start. Probably well, these guys it's know. Embarrassing, preferably embarrassing. Oh, preferably embarrassing. Ooh, I am terrified of wasps. I will, <laughs> I will run like a little girl to some wasps. No way. See, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. A wasp. I think said lo- I thought he said wasps at first. No, like, no, a wasp. A wasp. <laughs> I'm not even allergic. Yeah, no wasp. I'm not wasp even allergic, dude. I have bailed out of I have bailed out of tree stands, hunting, <laughs> because there's a couple wasps around me, and I'm just like, nope. Going to a different huh. stand. Wild. Damn. Wild. Yeah. Terrified. I don't. I don't know why, dude. I'm not scared of any other bug. Huh. Not scared of anything, really. The wasp. Embarrassing. A little bug. I could squash them. I I'll, have that I'll same ru- fear with spiders. <laughs> what? Okay. So I, I. I threw it out there. What about you? Oh man, me. I think about this now. Probably. <laughs> probably the fact that I cry during. Oh, I will cry during a movie. You cry during a movie? Oh man. Yeah. Like, well, like I'll tear up for sure. Like you know, somebody, yeah, like kinda... even like it doesn't even have to be sad. It could just be like somebody like like gets me. I don't know. Like like a rom com kind of movie like, or like a or like a look, like I a... could be wa- I could be watching a chick flick and like I'll tear up. You know? <laughs> like the Notebook or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like something sad or like that yeah. one. Was it a Fault in Our Stars? Like man, I cried like yeah. a baby. Yeah, it's something gonna hit you something like that sometimes. I agree. I, I do. The, I do the same thing. People probably don't. Oh, I, I don't. Don't get me wrong. I hide it really. Yeah, well. I, I do. I, I appear a hard ass, but I'm, I'm pretty soft down deep down inside. I'm a softie. Oh, I'm. But, I'm definitely uh, a softie. Yeah, for sure. I don't fight. I've never been a fight in my life. I've never really pissed anybody <laughs> off. Fight, so. First time I cried in probably 20 years was a couple years ago when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Yeah, we I, were I there. Cried in front of everybody. He's a big Chiefs, fan, Kansas City Chiefs fan. Yeah. He went a long but, way uh, for that one. Speaking of that, you got any? Uh, speaking of that, you got any sports teams you follow or favorites or college or college or pro? Man, honestly, I don't really follow any sport. I don't really yeah. have time. I didn't know. Like, I didn't know like if you had. Year, a, I didn't really. I mean, if you had grown up and crew. followed somebody, you know, like UCLA or somebody like that out there or whatever, and no, you know, no, my sister. Uh, shoot, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. She he plays on the Packers, the Green Bay Packers. He's like. The linebacker, but she does his hair, so that's about oh, the only okay. that I like to watch. Um, gotcha. We got Wait, a Packers she, fan here too, by the way. <laughs> she actually does his hair. 
Yeah, That's so actually a lot, a lot of people don't even know because I don't really talk about it too much, but my sister is like literally voted the, num- the number one hairstylist in the world. Oh, so, damn. Oh, nice. damn. You, nice little name drop there. On, if you look her up on Instagram, her name's Rihanna, just R-I-A-W-N-A, and it'll she'll be the first one to pop up. And she, yeah, she does. She does a lot of, like, that's what she gotcha. specializes in celebrities' hair. So, like, I don't know if you guys know who Juliana Huff is. Like, there's, yeah. there's a lot of people. If you look through her Instagram, you'll you'll definitely recognize a lot of people. But, gotcha. Yeah, she's a She's done really well for herself. Yeah, lucky to have lucky to have her as my sister. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's impressive. How'd she get that yeah. start? Was she just in California that way, or so? So funny, funny. My dad tells the story really fast. See, they were in ninth grade, right? And they would like they would always pretend that my one sister was the hairdresser and my other sister was the was a celebrity, right? Yeah. And they would like they would like she would literally cut her hair when she was younger and bring all her friends over and cut all their hair, but. For in like the ninth grade, they went to career day, and Rihanna said that she's like, "Dad, I'm gonna I'm gonna go or I'm gonna be a, a celebrity hairstylist." And my dad's like, "Yeah, you might want to think of something a little more, like, <laughs> you know, like I'm gonna cut hair for all the movie stars and own the the biggest salon in L.A." And here she is, forty years old. That's what she does. <laughs> That's so. what she does. That's fucking awesome, man. You, could, you couldn't ask for a better dream to to come true, and I mean, unless. Unless you just hit it big time racing, because that's what you want to do now. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like both of my sisters do really, really, really good at what they do. And um, I did get my other sister, Chantel, you guys ever heard? Obviously, you've heard of General Hospital, right? The show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh... She's actually, yeah, she's actually one of the main nurses in General Hospital. Oh, so oh, you're nurse. just full of famous people. I'm trying to think of it. Nurse's name. Honestly, it's so sad. I've never even seen it. <laughs> and your sister's in it. Yeah, I know what it is, but I probably haven't watched one either. So, no, yeah, it, it's for it's like an old soap opera. Yeah, yeah. people watch it, but absolutely. Yeah. Oh, we didn't ask you this earlier. Um, what's your uh, what's your in game goal with racing cars? What's like like when would you feel like you you made it? So, I mean, obviously, I feel like the end goal would be like. Sunshine wasn't really, you know, someone that I've watched forever. Um, but I like what he did, how he like kinda came in, he was good and then ran a bunch of local stuff, did his own thing, kinda like I am, I feel like. And then he got a really good opportunity and he, you know, excelled in non wing sprint car and then won the USAC championship and then or won he won the midget first or has he even won the midget championship? Yeah, he won yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he won. He did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So won this midget, won the sprint car, and then now he's, like, moving on. You know, he's not just sitting, you know, running the same thing over and over. Like, and then he's obviously running really, really good in a wing car. So I feel like kind of what at his point in his career, being able to run sprint cars for a living and, you know, That'd be hopefully at some point. Yeah, hopefully at some point put money away, right? Absolutely. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Um, I know he's you know, he's doing really well. And just he, he's somebody that I look up to and, you know, that – it'd be you know he he pretty much has the dream right he gets to drive oh, race car, yeah. really really nice really really nice race cars for a living and he's got really good people behind him to give him perfect race cars on these racetracks you know yeah we're, like, we're, we're kind of waiting on him to i mean i know he already just won an all-star circuit of champions uh uh championship but we're kind of waiting on him to step up to the next level and uh compete with uh the outlaws yeah you i know, think that's, i think that's where it's going I feel like I got a late start though, so it probably hurt me a little bit. I should have came out here four years ago. 
It's all right. But, oh, you're here now, though, so you'll get yeah. there. But then you hear of guys like, um, who who was it? I was just thinking of the other day. Like, I don't know if you know who Wally Pankratz is. He was really, really good. And like back in the day, he just, he ran back when like mm-hmm. they didn't even have cages on. He's 70 something now, but oh, sure. uh, he didn't even start racing until he was 25. And, you know, he made a pretty sound living doing it. So, oh, yeah. Um, you know, Sammy Swindell didn't. I mean, I don't feel like he started super early. A lot of those older guys, they didn't, they couldn't even run sprint cars until they were 16, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, good point. I'm definitely older, I feel like, than some of these kids, but. Well, a lot of, these, a lot like, of these kids now, man, there, there's a lot of, of money back in some of these kids that are getting into it big. It's not, it's not like it used to be where people, you know, started go-kart racing and then, no. you know, turned around and then just good. got, just got it because their parents bought them a sprint car or something and that's how it happened, like. A lot of these people right. have some money getting them in. You know, they're they're coming in with some really good equipment. You know, you watch the shootout and you see some of these kids out there like they they've already got good equipment. These D one chassis and you know crazy yep. stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I I think to answer your question, just being able to race different cars for a living. I mean, I don't. I know I'm not going to NASCAR. That's you know, I just I and I'm okay with that. I just want to race sprint cars. I that's all I've ever wanted to do is race sprint cars. And you know, a lot of like Wyndham, what he's thirty. So I mean, I still got seven years right yeah yeah, yeah so you do <laughs> i'm still yeah. kind of young tick tock <laughs> yeah. yeah you got time right? you got you lots got time. of time so how does how does everybody find you on social media uh ricky lewis 11 on instagram i, I probably do instagram more than anything and yeah. um i'm gonna try to get a shopify up here soon so people can order shirts there because i have a lot of people ask me and then i feel bad because they'll message me on instagram and then they'll, you know they'll send me money or whatever and then i forget for a couple of days i'll be like oh man i you know i try to do yeah. it all so I, I don't know it'll be a little easier this year because i do have a lot of help on the race cars and yeah. stuff so it's not all on me and trying to make sure nothing falls off these things you know and, yeah for yeah. sure but, yeah ricky lewis 11 and then ricky lewis on facebook i don't really do twitter i have a twitter i don't ever really post i probably should more than i do but yeah. nobody needs twitter twitter <laughs> yeah. uh, man twitter twitter gets wild it does yeah it does get kind of it does get pretty interesting sometimes I, i'm kind of glad that i'm not on twitter so when i accidentally crash somebody i don't have to watch it yeah, they'll, or they'll like tag you and it like hey what do you got to say yeah, about this right? you know? I don't, I don't <laughs> damn i'm on twitter now son of a bitch yeah. uh, so uh any, no, I, any sponsors or anything you'd like to thank before uh um that you know obviously dave with physical medicine consultant he's a uh, you know, the reason why I'm able to race that many races because he's planning on having engines for me all year. And that's, I mean, can't ask for more than that. I'll put race cars together all day long, but the motors are where the money is, you know. So yeah. def- definitely him. Um, Jonas Skate Spa, Gentleman Sport Fishing, they they help me out every year a little bit here and there. And uh, that beautiful foundation there, uh, that's actually one of my sister's really, really close friends. So she, she got me hooked up with it. She knew what I wanted to do. And she introduced me to Matt, and we, you know, obviously gained a friendship and absolutely a partnership. They, and, and they got a page. You know, they, them, yeah, yes, you can yeah. go on. You, you can go on their website, uh, Beautiful Foundation, and I mean, there's places where you can donate to the foundation. You know, if you have long hair, and I think they a lot of people they donate hair, and pretty much they make wigs for females that have cancer and whatnot. So, gotcha. It's a, a really thing. really cool foundation, but they don't. You know, they don't they don't have a lot to give because it is you know obviously a nonprofit organization um but it's really really cool to to represent that you know so even Absolutely. if it's you know whatever it is i still want to be a part of them even if it's yeah for sure you know, yeah. 
hundred bucks. I just yeah. I just want to be part of them. So I yeah. feel like it's a good look good look for me, right? And then I feel like it does bring awareness to it, especially with that bright pink race car. You can't miss it. Yeah, yeah um, you can't. <laughs> no, it's it's out there. And which gotta, it's and that's and that's what they wanted too. They wanted to make something that's bright, you know, yeah. not just the same black race car that everyone has. So they got a Facebook page as well that people can follow. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Okay. So they definitely have an Instagram, and in, I, like I said, I'm definitely on Instagram more than Facebook. Um, but they do have an Instagram. They post quite often. Um, and then my sister Rihanna, she posts a lot about it as well. But copy that, man. Well, yeah, th- those are those are probably my biggest biggest sponsors for sure. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, Ricky, I hope uh, I hope we see you in the near future. I don't know uh, where yep. we're going to be at, where you'll be at, but. Where uh, you guys are located in Hopstot? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just south of there, but yeah. Well, we're going yeah. to we're going to go to Watts Race too. If you're going to go to El, for that to Eldora, if not, we'll be we we'll hit some of them. We Man, go to Peabody. What's, what's the date? What's the date on that? Uh, the sixth and seventh. May sixth and seventh. May six. Hold on one second. May sixth and seventh. So I won't. I grab a boss race at Atomic. Uh, at gotcha. Night. You guys are north of there then. Yeah, um, I don't know if you guys are going to that Montpelier race on the 23rd of April, but that's the first boss race. I'd love to have you guys come hang out. Copy that. Well, we might we might see if we can fit it in our schedule. Might be able to wiggle that yeah, in. Yeah, we might yeah. be able to. We, we like we like a nice race trip here. And, and there. I haven't never been to Montpelier either, so I know they just reopened. Go. So uh, think, we've been. I think. Yeah, that's their first race or their first non-wing race. Awesome. Well, oh, I think that's a, that's the word of Outlaws at Hopstad, I believe. Oh yeah, it is. April twenty third. Uh, I hate to bust your bubble, but uh, yeah. But uh, we'll we'll see you this year sometime. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll least, sure we'll at least we'll watch you on flow, and we keep up with you. I'll be at all. Yep. So. Awesome, man. Well, well I appreciate, uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Or what if you go? Yeah, glad you came on, man. What if uh, you go to Kokomo at all or Gas City? Uh, yeah, I'm definitely gonna run. Like I said, I'm not very good yet. I'm gonna try to run there as much as I can. I know uh, there's a double header for the MSCS series. If you're familiar with them. With that, uh, I think it's like five grand to win. I think I'll be there for one night. I think I have a boss race the first night, but then the second night. Okay. Or maybe I think vice versa. We're trying to hit that. We're trying to hit that double header. I think so. We'll probably see you hopefully uh, at one of the whichever one you go to. We'll see you there, hopefully. Right I appreciate it, guys. But, uh, yeah, thank yep. you for your time. Thanks. Keep in touch, man, and uh, we will. Uh, we'll talk to you later, man. Thanks for your time. Yes, sir. Talk to you guys soon. See you. Right. See Thanks, ya. man. And that was Ricky Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Up in here. What a good guy. Big fan. Oh, yeah. We like him a lot. Yeah. We do. We like him a ton. We watch him. You know, we, we don't get to see him all the time, but. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you never know. I mean, where he could be, you know, coming up through the ranks, you know, and never, you never know or jump a ride, get a ride somewhere, you know. That's right. So he needs to run a sprint race. Hey, I got an open seat. He wants to run my car. Yeah. yeah. Jump in and get it. Yep. Go for, go for that. Go for it, you know. That's right. I'm interested to see uh, what other guests we got talking about this tire doping situation. We're, I got somebody lined up. We do. We do. So for episode 35. Uh, we'll get that on the next episode and uh, stay so, tuned. So stay tuned. and Be posted later this week, too. Yeah, That's right. You better tune in. I don't I don't really have anything else. I don't have anything. All Charlie? Right. I got like three words. Go ahead. Peace, Peace out, out, motherfuckers. motherfuckers.